Uh, Tom's Take brought to you by Jada and the Day Home Team of Real Estate Teams. My friend, author, uh, Chris Offit. He also teaches creative writing and screenwriting at the University of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Lives in Oxford, Mississippi. We're going to interview Chris. We're going to be doing a podcast in a week or two because his new book about the mountains, Country Dark, comes out April 10th. Cool, my birthday. Oh, is that right? Yeah, what a good That date. would be a great birthday present. It would be. I have two lovely copies with all the press and everything. I've got the hardbound uh-huh. copy and I've got the unedited version. Cool. Chris writes about growing up in the mountains of eastern Kentucky and Haldeman. You can read his current stuff in the Oxford American, which is the magazine of the South, the literary magazine of the South. William Faulkner came from the Oxford area. Uh, the um, great Larry McMurtry has the biggest used bookstore in the world in there in Oxford, Mississippi. And Ace Adkins, Greg Isles, Offit, Chris knows all these guys. I'm so jealous. But you can read his current stuff in the Oxford American. We're going to try to find the link, whether that magazine will let me share some of his articles. Sure. Where he is supposed to be writing a food section, Cooking with Chris, called The Omnivore. Whoa. That's the name of it, but he never writes about food. He just goes on about growing up. And he has such a memory, Katie. When he moved to New York City after we went through school, I think I mentioned this, he had two aluminum foot lockers that he hauled around. They weighed a ton. And I had no idea. He had kept spiral-bound notebooks journal from when his first memory in life. Really? Details about the weather, about the conditions, about what food they were eating, what's going on. Now, this is Civil War stuff. How interesting. People used to keep journals like this every day, and then uh-huh. it kind of went into diaries, and it was kind of like girls kept diaries. Wow. And, yeah, nobody does this kind of thing anymore. My son writes a lot, but nobody does this kind of thing And those anymore. are his prized possessions. That's why he remembers everything. Now, mm-hmm. he writes contemporary, contemporary subjects in the Oxford American. And he's talking about, I'm just looking at the first one, about an echo is an echo is an echo, et cetera, about when he was trying to figure out what this was, and some old mountain guy took him into a hollow, and he figured out what an echo was, and he still thought it was another person. He's just a little kid. He thought it was another person talking back to him, Mm -hmm. and he goes on to write about echoes, and then it comes out to driverless cars and Alexa and just what all this means. I mean, he is a brilliant writer. He is a funny, funny guy. I'm so proud of his work. You want to get started with him, go back to 2004 when he shook up the literary world with Kentucky Straight. Mm -hmm. Take you one day to read this, these short stories. Each one explodes off the page of an area not written about too much in literature because it's just so isolated. And there is voodoo, there is violence, there is a guy whose grandpa shows up after years and years and years. And for some reason, this is not his grandpa. The guy's pulling some kind of scam on the family. Uh-oh. And we talked about the Melungeon culture. There's one about Melungeon revenge. Which, after we talked about that, I researched. Very interesting. Well, I saw Elvis Presley. There's, you know, Elvis Presley was said to have Melungeon blood. Yes. And Chris knows everything about this mountain culture and how if there's a beef, before anybody gets shot dead, they take a shotgun and blow the chimney off the house. That means it's time for a meeting with the elders. <laughs> it's just like... It's just like the Godfather, honestly. I would honestly. be upset about that. Chimneys are expensive. <laughs> but, but still, I mean, it is about pool shooters, about yeah. guys trying to get out of the mountains. Actually, the the common denominator is poverty in most of these situations. Mm-hmm. It's poverty. It doesn't have anything to do with race or anything like this or being a hillbilly or being a southerner and how these people survived. I lived in the mountains there for five years when I went to Moorhead, worked there in the summer times, met a lot, met a lot of mountain boys. Guys who grew up in these hollows. They became well-educated. I was always impressed how self-sufficient they were. 
how they could live off the woods, eat off the woods, fix a truck, mechanics, nothing like this. They were hyper-intelligent. But once they got away for a while, say they went to Lexington, Mm -hmm. and they got in any area where there was big sky, they had anxiety because they're used to only seeing a small bit of sky growing up. Oh, the trees above them. They always Mm -hmm. had to go back. They always moved back, each and every one. They went out into the world, but they always moved back. Wow. Because they they can't relax with that big sky. It makes them too anxious. Well, you feel protected, surrounded by trees, I'm sure. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Something like that, Katie. We're going to talk to him. I'm so proud of him. He's going to be doing a book tour. Uh, and uh, doing readings at all the universities and stuff. And he has been in this. He's been already chewed up and spit out by Hollywood, by CBS, by the networks, by HBO, and by film companies. But he's done a lot in Hollywood. I'm so proud of this guy. I'm so proud of this guy. And I feel like a bad friend because he has been on me to visit him in Oxford, Mississippi, even saying, look, Tom, you're the big brother I never had. Well, how cool would that be? You should go. His wife is from New Orleans. We've been to New Orleans. We just can't hook up. We just can't hook up. Everybody's scheduled. Yes, I should go. Yeah, I'm a horrible friend. I'm a horrible friend. No, you're not. I feel like Everyone's I come up busy, short everywhere. But that would be fun. We will try to post these links of some of his Oxford American um, articles about uh, cooking with Chris. Which are absolutely brilliant. So I, you think I could, I could get some tips? You No, that actually, he hardly ever talks about food. Oh, really? No, he never talks about food in Weird. these articles. Eh, that's just contemporary writing. Right. He also taught at the University of Iowa for a while. Josh, our colleague Josh taught at the University of Iowa. That is where writers go. Their creative writing workshop is maybe the most prestigious in the country. Huh, cool.